hello and welcome back to another episode. As you can probably tell if you listen to my podcast, I am overcoming quite a little cold this year. I ended 2023 with one of the worst colds I think I've had in a long time. And I'm literally on day like six or seven. And as I'm like hearing myself record this, if you've ever seen the episode of Friends where Monica's really sick, I feel like every word like ends in a D. And that's totally how I feel like I sound right now. But we're going to power through because I really love the new year and I wanted to kick off the new year with a lot of new episodes. I took a break in December just because life is always so crazy with training and new clients and just getting into the new year. And I'm also trying to be a lot more present in all aspects of my life. So that looked a lot like for me, resting and being with family and friends. And then when the cold came on, I said, you know what? We're going to take most of December off and we're just going to really crush it in the new year. And honestly, I've talked to a lot of you guys and a lot of my clients have been saying that they're super sick as well. So, you know, it's just going around and I guess I caught my wind of it. But I'm kind of glad that I got it over with and we're just going to head into the new year and feel our best. Today was the first time I actually woke up in about two weeks and did a workout. We woke up around 6 a.m. and I did my first workout. I just did one on the tonal and I did like a back and by workout. But let me tell you, not working out for two weeks and being really sick and then just like coming right off of the holidays, we were out of routine and already eating different than usual and drinking a little bit more and whatever it may be. I felt like crap and it was a very hard workout to get through, but I also finished the workout feeling much better and I know that I'm just going to jump back into the swing of things. And I want that to be your reminder as you're heading into 2024, especially after the holidays, that you don't need to start over and that you don't need to completely change up everything that you've been doing and you didn't lose progress in those last couple of weeks. I think that's the biggest misconception that a lot of us struggle with. And honestly, it's going to feel like you lost a lot of progress, but you really didn't because it's going to feel like you're fatigued and that you're weaker than usual and that you're not as strong as you were before. And maybe you just feel a little bit more fluffy, but more than anything, you're just out of routine and you need to jump back into things because you're carrying a little bit of water weight. You've had more carbs. You've had more sugar. You've had less sleep. You've been up a lot. You've been doing a lot of different things. You might not be getting as much movement. And so your body's changing and fluctuating, right? But overall, you're not putting on loads of fat and doing that in a couple of weeks, just like you wouldn't lose a bunch of fat in a couple of weeks by working out and eating healthy. You're just out of routine and what you need to do is just jump back into what you were doing before the holidays and it'll drastically change in the next couple of weeks. You just have to give yourself time. So don't be so hard on yourself. Just jump back into routine. I really do think that challenges can be a great way to kind of kickstart your new year, especially if you're struggling getting back into routine. A lot of us usually take a couple weeks off, especially with New Year's and Christmas back to back. So it can be really easy to feel like it's hard to get moving again. And a good way to think about it is your body is going to continue to be in a state that it's currently at, right? So if you're at rest, your body usually stays at rest. And it's really uncomfortable to switch gears and maybe get moving. Like when you're sleeping and then you're trying to get up early and get movement in, it's a really uncomfortable feeling, right? But if you are at rest for a couple of weeks, your body kind of gets used to that and your body gets used to being at rest. If you are eating well, if you're training, if you're up and you're following a routine, your body kind of gets into the same state, right? Like it kind of switches gears and your body is used to doing a lot of movement. And that's why you see progression. And that's why you start to see growth because you start to kind of adapt to the state that you're in. So that's going to be the same as you're like changing out of this restful period into more active period. And it's kind of why I enjoy challenges, especially at the beginning when you have had so much time off, 
because it kind of challenges you to push through the discomfort and get to a point where your body's at a more steady state. So in today's episode, I wanted to provide you with five tips that I think would be beneficial for you as you're heading into the new year. These are things that I'm personally focusing on and things that I've kind of added to my clients' calendars and their habits and routines because they're really good habits and routines to have on just a general basis and that I think everybody should have in their life. And they're not just things that focus solely on fitness because here's the thing, I think that fitness and health are so important and they're one of the biggest aspects of your life that you should focus on just because it helps you with longevity, it helps you feel your best and there's so many benefits to it, right? But I also think that there's so much that comes from just being a productive and happy person. And in order to do that, you have to have good routines, schedules, and habits that you follow on a daily basis. So here are my top five things that I think that every person should focus on in 2024. And we're not going to start it with a fitness one because what I think is the most important and crucial aspect that you get under control in 2024 is some sort of calendar that you live by, some sort of time blocking schedule that you live by, and just time management in general. Because this is where I think a lot of people fail in a lot of different aspects of their life. It can come to work, it can come to personal things, it can come to your fitness and routines, But if you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. You're planning to fail. That's truly how it works. You have to have some sort of plan and consistency to live by. Otherwise, you kind of just like go by whatever you're feeling that day. And that's not a good way to live because you may wake up really motivated on the first day of the year, but by the 15th day of the year, I promise you, your motivation is going to be very different, especially if you're following something that's really rigid. In order to be consistent, you have to take the thinking out of it. And the hard thinking is where it gets really challenging because if you have to make a hard choice between going to the gym when it's 10 degrees outside, it's dark, it's 5 a.m., you maybe didn't sleep that great that night, when you have to make that hard choice and you have to make it at that time when it's uncomfortable, I guarantee you, you will likely not do it. And it's because it becomes a choice at a hard time. But if you have a calendar that you live by, you are so much more likely to follow through because you now don't have to focus on that motivation to get you going. You have a routine and you have a schedule that you follow and you follow diligently. This is why I always tell my clients, if you are going to start working out, the first thing I think you need to get under control, even if you have different days and your days always look different, that you set a time that you work out. And that's because If you have maybe a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that look very different, maybe you can work out at 5 a.m. on a Monday, maybe you can work at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, and 12 p.m. on a Wednesday. That's fine. That's the times you need to put down on your calendar. But if you can do it one step better, I would work out at the same time every single day. If you can wake up at 5 a.m. and get your workout done, you are so much more likely to get that workout in because you take the thinking out of the action, right? You just wake up and that's the time you work out. You don't have to think about it. But if you put it off and you think all day long about, I need to get a workout in, I don't know when I'm going to fit it in yet. I don't have my day planned out. You are so much more likely to fail. And it's truly just because there's no plan to the action. And it's hard to take that action. So you have to get that plan in place so you take the thinking out of doing the action itself. And I truly think that everybody needs to master time blocking because 
There is so much benefit when it comes to learning how to do a task efficiently in a short period of time. But if you give yourself all day to think about doing something, if you give yourself all day to work on a to-do list, you will likely not get a lot done. And it's because it could get overwhelming. You don't know where to start. You may put the hardest thing off to the end. And it's really hard to get down a routine. But if you can master time blocking your day into two to four hour increments and adding tasks into those time blocks where you are literally only focused on those tasks. And then once that time is up, you stop. And that makes it so much more successful because instead of being like, okay, I have a to-do list of 10 things today, you can ideally put out everything you have to do and just kind of brain dump it and then break it into those two to four hour blocks. And you might find that it's not possible to get those 10 items done but then you pick the most important tasks and then you focus really hard on getting those tasks done and those windows without any distractions. And I promise you, it highly, it adds so much productivity to your day and it makes it so much easier to get things done. So that was a lot to dump on you on tip number one, but I truly believe that everybody needs some sort of calendar that they live by. I don't care if it's in Google. I don't care if it's an Apple. I don't care where it's at. I don't care if you write it down. However you manage your time, you have to live by your calendar and you have to have some sort of schedule that you live by. Otherwise, it's impossible for you to feel like you have any routine. And then time block your calendar. Don't give yourself an unrealistic amount of tasks to do in a day so that you just hold off on them all day long because you just feel overwhelmed. Number two, you need to have some sort of plan and structure to your workout schedule. I want you to think about dropping in 2024 the thought of having just workouts to have workouts. You need to have some sort of structure and you need to have some sort of plan that you're achieving in your workouts. And your workouts shouldn't be all over the place. You shouldn't be doing one thing one week and another thing another week. If you wanna see progress and you wanna see real progress, you need to be doing a structured workout plan and you need to be doing it consistently. I mean, day after day and week after week. And if that's what you're gonna be doing for the next three to six months, I promise you by summertime, you're gonna be a different person because you followed something that is structured. You followed something that's allowed you to do something consistently. And those are the two things that are gonna help you be successful. There's a lot of different ways for you to get that resource and everybody's gonna look a little bit different. So I don't want you just going and finding something random online and following it. It has to be specific to your goals and it has to be structured and maintainable for you. I have a lot of different resources for you. There's a lot of different resources online. I have a four-week gym guide that gets you started and I have different workout programs in my workout app. I have one-on-one coaching. These are all resources that you can utilize if you need help, but there's also a lot of free resources online. There's a lot of people that post workouts for free everywhere. I post some workouts for you, but the thing is that you don't wanna do is you don't wanna go follow somebody that you like on social media and pick random workouts from their page, right? And just do a random workout every other day. What you need to do is have consistency. You need to be working the same muscle groups over and over and over again and repeatedly and consistently in order to see progress and results. And then you need up your intensity systematically over time. Number three, we are not going to forget about rest in this process. Rest is so crucial. I don't want you getting burnt out and I don't want you getting to a point where you're so fatigued that you're not seeing progress because that is the reality when you are overstressed, overworked, and you're not taking enough rest. Your body grows and develops at a state of rest. Your body needs the rest and recovery in order to build muscle mass, in order to repair itself, in order to get stronger. And if you don't have those three aligned properly, you're not going to see the best results. And I see this the most in women who are trying to get to a result faster 
than if they were to take the time and do it correctly. And when you try and get there faster, I promise you, it does not give you the results faster. I promise you, it is going to just deter you and it's going to cause more problems down the line, whether that be through excessive dieting, through really being restrictive, too low calories, overdoing it in the gym, too much cardio, not enough sleep, whatever it's going to be, you're not going to get there faster. I promise if you just do it the right way and you give yourself enough time, right now is the perfect time to start, right? You have six months until the start of summer. It is the perfect time to do it right. And one of the ways you do it right is just not neglecting rest and recovery. You need to rest each muscle group at least 48 to 72 hours before you work it again, but you also need a significant amount of rest in general, meaning seven to nine hours at night at minimum, and you need to be resting and not working out every single day. You can have some active recovery in there, but you can't be putting your body in overdrive and then being frustrated that you're not seeing results because your body is going to do the most work when it's resting and recovering so it can rebuild and get stronger. Number four is something I preach in pretty much everything that I talk about. You need routines. You need, need, need routines. If it's your morning routine, if it's your nighttime routine, if it's your daytime routine, your workout routine, your nutrition routine, you need routines. You are more likely to follow through and you are more likely to be successful if you have a routine and a structure to follow. That's just how we are designed and that is just how we operate. And the thing about routines is it makes it so much easier to do the hard thing because you have that decision already made and you have consistency that you kind of just fall back on. Just like in the new year when you're coming out of the holidays, if you just jump back into your routine pre-holidays, you are more likely to be successful because you don't feel like you have to do too much. You don't feel like you have to play catch up. You're not going overboard. And you just jump back into the things that you were used to and the way that your body had adapted. And within weeks, you're back to your normal self, right? Sometimes even days. It's all about the routine and your morning routine is truly what sets up your day and what can make you super productive throughout the day. If you have a good morning routine and you get some of the most important things done, you get your workout in, you get some sunlight, you've done all of the things that are going to help you have the most energy throughout the day, right? Because now you've taken the stress off of your plate of having to work out. Now you've done some of the most important things that you need to do throughout the day, whether it be reading a little bit, whether it be checking off your to-do list, whether it be writing your to-do list for the day, you've made progress towards making the day productive. And when you do things in the morning, like getting your sunlight, getting some movement in, getting some fuel with breakfast and protein, you are giving yourself energy to fuel your day. If you wake up, you run out the door, you don't drink water, you start with coffee, you don't have breakfast, I promise you that versus getting up, giving yourself time to start the day, working out, eating breakfast, having coffee, showering, planning your day is a completely different person day after day. I promise you, you are looking at two different people, right? Like think about the days that you wake up and you rush out the door and you're just drinking coffee all day. You don't have breakfast. Think about how you feel versus when you wake up, you have time for your day, you have time to relax, you have time to work out, get your blood moving, get some sunlight in your eyes and plan your day. You're a drastically different person, right? And you feel so much better. That is why I'm a big believer about having a morning routine, but also about having a nighttime routine. Because if you want to have a successful morning, you have to rely on what you're doing the night before to set yourself up for the next day. Don't bring all of the craziness from yesterday into tomorrow, right? If you bring that in, you're just going to add another chaotic day and it's not going to benefit you. 
you're literally going to be overwhelmed and you're not going to be able to tackle everything that you want to do. So I think that your morning and nighttime routine need to be paired together and they don't have to be long. This is where people get a little overwhelmed. I'm not saying you have to have just three to four hour morning and nighttime routine and take up half your day. You could easily do a 30 minute morning routine and a 30 minute nighttime routine and be so much more successful than you are currently. It is all about little tiny habits that are setting yourself up for better days and more productivity. And the last one and the one that I think is honestly the most important is getting out of the scrolling and endless days of social media. I think that social media can have so many positive effects. Obviously, like it's my job. I love social media. But at the same time, it is one of my biggest goals this year because I noticed in this last year the mindless activity that I had on social media and how drastic my mood is determined based on how much social media time I have that day. Because one, you have zero control over what shows up on your feed, right? Like you have some control considering the algorithm and like the type of content that's going to show up. But at the same time, if people are sending you a lot of different content, if people have different tastes and they send you things, or if you engage with one video, you start to see different videos, especially on TikTok, especially with our For You page, right? There's so much different content that can show up on your page and you just have no control at a certain point. One thing that I saw this year is I have, if you didn't know, a huge connection to my dog. My dog is my soulmate and I have a very hard time when it comes to sad videos about animals because that is one of my biggest passions in life. I'm so passionate about animals and taking care of them. This this is a story for another day, but anytime a story comes up on my For You page, about an animal or death of an animal or mistreatment of an animal. For example, one thing that's been coming up a lot is the animal society and donating and donations and all these different things, which I love because now it's like something that Sean and I are like looking into. But at the same time, it dictates my mood for the day. Like if I see an animal that's passed away or somebody celebrating their dog's 15th birthday or the ones that's like trendy right now, like my last day with my dog before I put it down, my day is ruined, absolutely ruined. I could be having a really good and productive day. And then the next thing I could be on my phone for a couple of minutes, that type of video will pop up and my day is ruined. I will be an emotional mess. I'll be crying. And honestly, it does not serve me well. But the other side of that is you could just find yourself getting sucked in. Like you could tell yourself, I'm going to scroll for 10 minutes before bed. And then two hours later, you'll look at the clock and you'll be like, I've literally just been mindlessly scrolling. I couldn't tell you half of the videos I watched. I feel dumber. And now I'm wide awake. And it's the same thing in the morning. It like does not do you any good. And I think that having time constraints and boundaries on social media are going to be so beneficial for you because it steals your productivity. It steals your mental capacity. And honestly, it's just not good for your mental health, especially when you start to compare yourself to others or when you start to just do too much scrolling. If you think about the days that you scroll too much, at least for me, I notice that I just feel a lot more down and maybe lethargic. And then I also find myself picking up my phone more. I want to have more time where I'm not constantly on my phone. So I think that that's going to be a super in for 2024 and something that is going to drastically change your productivity if you focus on being intentional with your time with social media and just intentional with your devices in general. I truly hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. My weekly podcasts drop every Tuesday and Friday. And if you need help with any fitness or coaching, you can find all of my fitness packages, my guides, and my app on my website, kayladerk.com, and all of my social media at Kayla Dirk. And I will talk to you in the next episode.